Hello, 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 and happy Friday. Oh my gosh, can you even believe it's Friday already? It is Friday, June 4th, and we are going to wrap up our series of an overcomer's mindset. And today our verses come from Philippians 4, 6, and 7, and Revelations 3, 21. Philippians 4, 6 through 7 from the Passion Translation. Don't be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing. Be saturated in prayer throughout each day, offering your faith-filled request before God with overflowing gratitude. Tell him every detail of your life, then God's wonderful peace that transcends human understanding will guard your heart and mind through Jesus Christ. In Revelation 3.21 from the Passion, And to the one who conquers, I will give the privilege of sitting with me on my throne, just as I conquered and sat down with my Father on his throne. And it's through our conquering that we are given the privilege to sit with God in heaven. An overcomer's mindset. So as we wrap up our week and head into the weekend, an overcomer's mindset. And this week has been all about, you know, the mindset. We started Monday with a review and a 60-day check-in on our forward-minded thinking. And then Wednesday and Friday, it's about having an overcomer's mindset. And today's verses just remind us that we can do that through prayer. And then that verse from Revelation says, you know, we are conquerors just as Jesus is a conqueror through our faith in him and our belief in him and our reliance on him. And I think so often in today's society, since the pandemic, we hear resilience and, excuse me, how everybody is resilient and we need to be resilient. Why not be reliant and rely on God? And I'll tell you, this is a whole big aha moment for me. And just in reading today's verses and thinking about a lot of the professional development that I've done, different articles I've read and books I've listened to, you know, because I've really been focused on like mindset, resiliency, um, you know, and taking care of ourselves. And I think I lost sight of who truly takes care of me and where my focus needs to be. And I I still believe in resiliency and a great mindset, a positive mindset. I mean, there's oodles of verses in the Bible that talk to us about our mindset, right? So I think it's finding that healthy balance, which... For 2021, my words were healthy balance, healthy habits, and balance. Because I always pick one word for the year and then a scripture verse. And this year, I picked healthy habits and balance. And yesterday, I don't know, like I had these major aha moments last night. And um, 
for the, you know, in some areas of my life, I'm rocking those healthy habits, you know, making sure I'm getting my exercise in, eating healthier for the most part. Um, I have my days when I don't. Um, but for the most part, you know, I'm really being very conscious of what I'm eating, getting enough sleep, and all of those things that are so important to being healthy. Yeah, I have felt overwhelmed more often than I have in the past. And I'm thinking, all right, it's the pandemic being overwhelmed, right? So many of us are overwhelmed. This pandemic has been going on for over a year. And, you know, depending on what news station you watch or what newspaper you read, the pandemic is either winding down or it's just, you know, at the low end of the bell curve and getting ready to spark back up again, you know, so it all depends on what you read. But here's the deal. Personally, and I want you to honestly, like, contemplate and reflect on this yourself. Personally, it is not the pandemic in itself that has me feeling overwhelmed or a little stressed at moments. It's my disconnect from God. Um, What happened during the pandemic? Everything shut down, right? And everybody had to stay home, didn't work. And that was the way for months, months, you know, we worked from home. If you could work from home, otherwise you were laid off. And so from March until June during school and teaching from home, I was absorbed every waking minute in my house, preparing, teaching, responding, assisting, And then, you know, summer came semi-normal-ish, you know, to the, at least that I wasn't doing schoolwork as much. And then fall came, some kids came back, half learned at home, half learned in school. Sometimes I was teaching from school, sometimes I was teaching from home. And then... Last month, we brought all of our kids back that wanted to come back. But you know what I lost in those first months of COVID? And it's more important, more precious than leaving the house. I lost my routine and that quiet time alone with God. So I want you to really reflect and go back. And if you were able to maintain your prayer time, your journaling time, your quiet time, I say kudos to you. And I am honestly just in awe. Um, But this is like my revelation last night. That that's what I was missing. And it's taken me 
year, March, April, May, so a year, 12, 15 months. It took me 15 months to figure this out. This is my aha moment last night. Don't judge, at least I figured it out. But in all honesty, that's what I lost. You know, I could say, oh, I lost freedom to leave my house. You know, I lost whatever. I gave up my quiet time to care for others. And in itself, that is not a bad thing to care for others. I don't mean it that way. And I'm not sure this is coming across the way I intended. Um, But I didn't get up early and take that time for myself and take some quiet time in prayer. And in all honesty, there was never really anybody not in the house because you couldn't go anywhere. You know, we were ordering groceries in. We were, you know, and we only have a little two-bedroom house. So if you weren't in the bedroom, everybody was in the living room. You know, we have an entryway, a living room, a kitchen, and the two bedrooms. We are a small little house. And we got along with each other extremely well and had fun and enjoyed that time together. But that's what I've realized last night. Last night. So June, or no, Wednesday night. So 4th, 3rd, 2nd. June 2nd. This is when this revelation hit. I'm recording this on Thursday. So that's why I'm like. So on Wednesday, June 2nd. At like 7 o'clock at night, I sat down and I said, you know what? I haven't journaled in a long time. And yeah, hello. No wonder I feel overwhelmed. No wonder I feel like I'm losing a battle. No wonder I feel defeated. The last time I had written in my prayer journal was November of 2020. I am just... I am almost ashamed to even, like, put it out there on the podcast. You know, you're coming here because you want to be uplifted, and I do want you to be uplifted, but it is one sister's journey keeping it real. And here's the reality. We all slip. We all get lazy. We all, you know, fall, per se, and... And then even before November, it was sporadic. It was like a snippet here, a snippet there. It wasn't even consistent. Excuse me, but that was the last time I even attempted. (laughs) That's the last time I had written in my prayer journal. And so I sat there going, okay. And then I just took that journal. I took my clips out. And put it away and went and got a new notebook to start a new journal and this is what I want to encourage you to do if you are in a situation similar to mine where maybe you're just realizing as you think back that that's something you lost during COVID was that quiet time with the Lord your journaling time your meditation routine your meditation disciplines. Maybe you just had that same aha moment. 
I'm going to encourage you to check your journal, look at the last date of the entry you put in, and if you look at it like me and you're like, oh my gosh, yikes, no wonder. I want you to put that journal away and get a new journal, get a new notebook, just like I did, and I started fresh. I did not want to open up my prayer journal every day and say, oh my gosh, November, I've only logged two days this year. And that's what I was afraid was going to happen. Because I know myself and you know yourself. So you need to do what works for you. If you can just say, all right, I need to see that the last time I wrote in my prayer journal was in 2020, then keep it if that's what's going to motivate you to get back on track. But if you're like me and that will just run you down or discourage you, get a new journal. I mean, I just use notebooks. I don't have any fancy leather-bound notebook or, you know, anything special. I just use a spiral notebook, college-ruled lines. That's what I like. And get a new one. And I journaled two pages last night, and it felt so good. And I wrote out some prayers and some praises and what I was thankful for. And then I grabbed my Bible study little journal that I have, and I flipped through all the different cards because I like to, uh, like, find different... Like, on Pinterest, you can go and look up topics, like topical study type things. And then what I do is I print that graphic out onto... um, photo paper so that when I'm trying to when I can't decide what to read or what to study I can grab one of those and so I just read through all of them and I said all right Lord you tell me the one I need today and um, the one that's really stood out to me was the purposeful pause purposeful pause And it started in Isaiah 30, was the reading for last night. And so I read that. And then I wrote out the scripture, and I wrote out a paraphrase in my spiral index. And I slept so good last night. And I woke up, and the only thing I forgot was to throw my spiral into my school bag. But I have my Bible on my dash. I always have my travel Bible on the dash of my car. So I do have that. And I'm going to look up Isaiah 30 and read that again today. It's a start. And so I want to encourage you that when you have an overcomer's mindset, because that's what we're talking about, right? And you probably think, all right, you went off on the bunny trail, but I didn't. Sometime in order to have that overcomer's mindset, we need to step back and figure out where we went off course. Where did it all start separating? And now that you have that figured out, it's time to move forward and to overcome the lack of quiet time, overcome the lack of journaling, overcome not exercising, overcome unhealthy eating. What is it that you need to overcome? 
write it down. And if you're really bold and you're really brave, share what you are striving to overcome with someone else so that they can help hold you accountable in love. Notice I said accountable in love. You don't want somebody that's going to harass you or belittle you or rebuke you when you make a mistake. You want somebody that's going to encourage you and uplift you and inspire you to overcome. And maybe that's, you know, where you start in your Bible is looking up verses on overcoming. Look at those people that overcame, right? You know, look at David or um, look at the story of Ruth and Naomi. Is it King Josiah that was like, you know, a third grader when he was king? You know, look at the different people of the Bible that overcame. Look at Mary, the mother of Jesus. One. And Joseph, like, hello, overcomers. You know, go to your concordance. um, Get a book of where to find it in the Bible and look up overcomer. Look up mindset. Just dive into your Bible and look up those verses and write them all down and pray on them. You can do this, and together we will do this. So, Monday we checked in at our 60 day mark, and I might be revamping my, my plan, and there's nothing wrong with that because when you're reading it and you read it and go, ugh. But I need to really pray on mine because I don't know if it's that I don't want to do it or if God's telling me not to do it. And so I need to really pray and see if maybe my mindset is the one saying, no, if that's the way God's leading me, then I need to get back on it, right? So happy Friday. I want to encourage you today is a new day. Tomorrow is a new day. And when you have an overcomer's mindset, you are going to be able to accomplish the things that God has in store for you with an ability, a power, a joy, a empowered feeling of hope and success and you're going to want to do it because your mindset is going to say I am going to do this I am an ambassador to God I am going to serve God by I am going to blank what is it that you need to overcome for some of us it has to do with our health and healthy habits For others, it might be the tongue, the words we speak, the words we think. Maybe someone else is starting a new career. I don't know. What is it that you need to overcome? And how are you going to 
right now, today, change the way you think to be an overcomer. So like in Revelations 3.21, you too can be a conqueror. Thank you for listening to One Sister's Journey, Keeping It Real. I am Lisa. I am your hostess. And I appreciate all of you. And I am praying that as you have listened today and you take time to reflect, that you are inspired and motivated to overcome whatever that is for you personally. And that you will do it by the power of the Holy Spirit in a way that not only glorifies the Lord, it will also bring you much joy, peace, and love. Have a wonderful, wonderful day and weekend. Bye, everybody.